Welcome to the Sunday morning podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Crawley. This message is by Rohan Andrew. What an awesome time of worship this morning. We felt like we were really pressing into something new there. If you haven't been to the encounters that have been going on for the last couple of weeks, make sure you get along to them. They've been great times of like just worshipping God, meeting with God, a bit of teaching in there, a bit of prayer in there as well. But they are kind of what we're doing as a wider church in January. So we're not having small groups starting in January so that we can just meet with God together, press into God together, fast, pray, and see God break through some stuff in our lives and in the life of all of Kingdom Faith. So get along to those there. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday next week, and that's the last three. But they are powerful times. They're at uh, Foundry Lane, half past seven. They're times that we really press into God. We really worship him and meet with him. So if you can make it to those, get along to them. But God kind of, I don't know if you feel it, but God kind of moves. As we as, we, as a wider church are pressing into God, there's, there, I just sense there's like a, a move of God's spirit, kind of just there's a bit of momentum happening, which is great for this beginning of the year. And we want to see that continue throughout the year. Amen. So just be on the front foot. This morning I felt as we jumped into worship, I love the, the cajon. Um, it just Steve played the cajon. It was like, we, it felt like, right, we're going somewhere this morning. We're moving somewhere. We're actually, we're pressing into something. So, yeah, as I've said before, in January, as we're fasting, as we're praying, let's be believing for God to be breaking some stuff through for us in our lives, in our family lives, and everything, in every other area of our lives. So, this morning, I'm going to try and squeeze all this in. We are... I'm just going to recap, first of all, from what we were talking about last week, but then we're going to continue to talk about prayer and about faith today. Okay, so last week we were talking about bringing down giants in our lives, and I was talking about how the enemy can sometimes come against us and just seem like there's an insurmountable uh, thing in our way or thing that comes against us, and I, and I was talking about God kind of breaking addictions um, God breaking through in relationships where you might need to forgive someone or you might need to just mend relationships. God breaking through in our marriages. God breaking through in sickness, in, health, in, our, in our health, mental health, finances, jobs, children, family stuff, people that need to be saved or just things that God is asking you to do. Sometimes we can kind of, they, it's like it could be a giant some of these issues, some of these things, some of these negative things could be like giants we've got to face and we've got to see brought down in our lives so that we can move forward, we can take those next steps. Um, so this week I'm going to be just kind of carrying on and just being a bit more specific about how we see those giants fall. Um, we have to always remember that the battle belongs to the Lord. And as I was t- talking about David and Goliath, David just used what he had, what he knew how to use and he just came against the, the giant with faith in God, with belief in God. And he took his little stones and his sling and he, he came against that giant and saw that giant fall. And it might look like it was, an, it was something that was impossible to do, but with the power of God working through him and with that faith that he had in God, he brought that giant down or God brought that giant down. So we want to see that continue in our lives. So the things that we know how to do with where we've seen God answer prayer in our lives with, you know, with just having faith and praying against certain things and seeing God break through and seeing God do miracles, we can take those victories, we can use them 
to face other things that come up in our lives. And I was saying how God might want us to grow in that, and he does want us to grow in that. And sometimes we, we can come across even bigger difficulties or even bigger issues that come up, but it's so that we can be victorious in him and see God get the victory in all of these areas in our lives. So with prayer, with praise, with the word, with declaring the truth against those things, we see them fall. So this morning, I'm going to be talking about faith. So how do we pray with faith is going to be one of the first things we're going to be looking at. So I'm going to start off in Matthew, in Matthew 21. You can flick there if you want to. It's up to you, verses 18 to 22. Some of it's going to come up on the screens. It's there now. Um, that's, part, that's part of the verse. If you just flick that off, Sean, I'll come to that in a second. I'm going to start off with a story, with some stories of faith, with some testimonies of faith in, in the gospel. So where people had faith in God and they saw him just, well, they saw Jesus move in situations in their life. So if we start off with this story. So early in the morning, as Jesus was on his way back to the city, he was hungry. Seeing a fig tree by the road, he went up to it, but found nothing on it except leaves. Then he said to it, may you never bear fruit again. Immediately the tree withered. And when the disciples saw this, they were amazed. How did the fig tree wither so quickly, they asked. So if you stick up the slide now. So Jesus replied, truly I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what was done to the fig tree, but also you can say to this mountain, go, throw yourself into the sea and it will be done. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. So Jesus is just starting to unpack um, what it is to have faith, what it is to speak to mountains, what it is to speak to things. So he was speaking to this, this tree, this fig tree, and the fig tree immediately began to wither. And he was saying, you could, say, you could do the same thing with mountains. So mountains are kind of like those giants in our lives. You can do the same thing. You speak with authority. You, you believe and you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. So it's speaking with faith. And we're going to look at some more of those scriptures. So this is a type of prayer that Jesus was talking about. If we just keep that up on there. This is a type of prayer there's many different types of prayer, and you, we can speak for months and months on, on prayer as a subject. But actually, there is a prayer where we ask God and we kind of petition God for things. But there's a, there's a, there's a type of prayer where you command things. You speak to them, and they obey, and they move. And this is the type of prayer we're talking about this morning. It's, it's more of a declaring thing. It's more of a commanding thing. And that's what Jesus was talking about in that, um, in that verse. Here's another story from Matthew 17. When they came to the crowd, a man approached Jesus and knelt before him. Lord, have mercy on, on me, my son, he said. He has seizures and is suffering greatly. He often falls into the fire and in, into the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. And Jesus replied to the disciples. He says, you unbelieving, perverse generation, Jesus, Jesus said. How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. Jesus rebuked the demon, 
and it came out of the boy and he was healed that moment. Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, why couldn't we drive it out? So why couldn't they drive out the demon? And if we could stick that slide up. Jesus replied, because you have so little faith, truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. So Jesus, again, was illustrating that if you just have faith with the size of a mustard seed, I don't know if you've ever seen a mustard seed, it's tiny, and I was talking to someone about this scripture, and, and they said to me, which I never really thought of, but they said, oh, actually, the disciples must have had faith smaller than a mustard seed because they couldn't see this demon come out of this boy. So they must have had a tiny, tiny little bit of faith. And Jesus was saying, you've got, your faith is so little, that's why you're not seeing, that's why you're not seeing this, this thing come out of him. That's why you're not seeing an answer to prayer because your faith is so tiny. But if you just had a little bit more faith, the size of a mustard seed then you, you can say to mountains, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. So Jesus was talking about faith, just having a, a, a bit of faith, and you can command things to move, and they will move. You can command things to happen, and they will happen. So we are going to look at actually what faith is, because we need to know what faith is. If we're going to see God move in this kind of way, we've got to know a bit more about faith. So the dictionary definition of faith is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. So it's that complete, complete trust, complete confidence, 100% in someone or something. That's what faith actually is. It's knowing that you know. I don't know if you've heard people say that before. You know that you know. So we have faith in God. And I'm pretty sure for most of us here that believe in God, that are saved this morning, we know that we know God is real. It's not a doubt, it shouldn't be. It's not a question mark. It's not, I think God's real, or I kind of believe he's real, but I don't know. It, we know. So it's something that is not necessarily an intellectual thing. It's a, it's a knowing thing. It comes from deep within. It's, it's like you could say, it comes from your heart. I know that God's real. I don't need, I, I'm not going to be, unconvinced of that by someone telling me about evolution or some atheist trying to debate me. It doesn't matter what anyone else says. I know that I know God's real. And that should be the same confession for most of us here this morning. And it's a knowing. It's a complete trust, a complete confidence. We know that something or someone, we, we know it's 100%. Okay? So if I can have the next slide up. From Hebrews 11, this just gives us an illustration of what faith is. So I've got a few different translations here that we're going to have a look at. And from Hebrews 11, 1, it says, Faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about the things we cannot see. So faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. So when we have faith in something happening, that God said, this is going to happen, we put our faith behind what God has said, we're confident. We, we know, we know this is going to happen. And it gives us assurance about the things we cannot see. So even though we can't see them, we can't feel them, 
We haven't seen God do whatever he said he's going to do, yet we know it's going to happen. It's that knowing. We know that we're going to, we know that we know. And often, again, like I said, it's not an intellectual thing. It's something in there, deep in there. I know this person's going to be healed. I know God's going to do this. And that faith comes from him. It has to come from him. If you flick to the next one. So this is the same verse, just in a different translation, New King James Version. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So faith is a, is, is a substance. It is something that's, that's, mo- that's moving, that's, that's real, and it comes from God again. So it's the substance of things hoped for, the evidence. So it's evidence. Even though we can't see it, we know it. It's evidence. It's, it's there. Faith is that kind of like, I know, I know, I know. Let's have a look at the next one. Faith is being sure of what we hope for. It is being certain of what we do not see. It's being sure. We're sure. We know. And, we're, it's, we're be, and then we're certain of what we do not see. We know what's going to take place. We know what's going to happen. And that's what we declare. That's what we speak. That's what we believe. So faith, can, faith comes from the word of God. As you're reading the word... We know the word to be true. We know the word to be 100% true. It's author, it, it comes from God. It's God-breathed. It's spirit-breathed, the word. We know it's true. So we put our faith in the word of God, and we know it, that's unshakable. That's never gonna, that never changes. Okay, so we just leave that one up on the screen. So here's a few examples of where people had strong faith in God and they saw him come through. So this is Mark 5. A large crowd followed and pressed around Jesus and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had Yet instead of getting better, she got worse. If you put that next slide up. So when she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. Because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. And immediately her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. So she had faith. She had faith. She was like, if I just touch the hem of his garment, some other translations say, I think that's old King James, I know I'm going to be healed. And immediately, as she touched his garment, the bleeding stopped. She felt in her body she was free from her suffering. That's faith. She'd probably heard about Jesus. She'd probably seen him healing people. She'd probably seen him around with the crowds and people getting set free from stuff. So she thought to herself, do you know what? I'm just going to touch his garment. I know I'm going to get healed. If I, just, if I can just grab hold of even just his clothes, I'm going to, that, that power is going to heal my body. And she did. And it carries on to say, at once Jesus realized that power had gone out from him. He turned around um, in the crowd and asked, who touched my clothes? You see the people crowded around you, um, his disciples said. Um, and yet you ask who touched you. But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet, trembling with fear, and told, told him the whole truth. And then the next slide says... He said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. 
So she had faith. She might have had a small bit of faith, but she had faith. And she, she got her healing from God. And actually, there's loads of stories. If you, if you type in faith, this is what I did to prepare for this. If you just type in faith into uh, a Bible app or something like that, and just have a look at all the different verses about faith in the New Testament, especially in the Gospels, there's tons and tons and tons of them. There's a lot of them. It's a, it's a major topic, really, as Christians that we need to get a hold of. Here's a few more. Um, in Luke 17, it says, these are, these are just replies that Jesus said to people. Rise and go, your faith has made you well. There's another one. Receive your sight, your faith has healed you. Jesus said to a woman, your faith has saved you, go in peace. And as Jesus went from there, two, two blind men followed him, calling out, have mercy on us, son of David. If you just flick up this next slide. And when he had gone indoors, the blind men came to him and he asked them, do you believe that I'm able to do this? Yes, Lord, they replied. Then he touched their eyes and said, according to your faith, let it be done to you. So people had faith in him. They'd probably seen him. They must have seen him doing miracles. So it built their faith up. It built their faith up. And then people were just getting healed all the time. They'd come to Jesus. Jesus, heal me of this. And he'd say, be healed. According to your faith, be healed. Go, your faith has made you well. Your faith has made you whole. What's interesting about this verse is that Jesus asked them a question. Do you believe that I'm able to do this? And I thought that's, that's very interesting in, in what we're understanding about faith this morning. We do need to believe that he's able to do what he says he's going to do. And this is something I've been kind of working through and just kind of researching out, studying it out. Because I think sometimes what we do is God may, may say something to us or give us some sort of promise. There might be a promise in the word. And we still need to apply faith to that promise. We still need to believe that that promise is going to happen. It, it's not just an automatic thing that just, oh, it's in the word. Okay, Jesus, do that. And it just happens. We need to believe and actually, we need to have faith. We need to know that we know that thing is in the word is going to happen. And sometimes it's a process. We've got to get to a place of faith. And God can take us on a journey in that. And sometimes it takes a bit of prayer and praying, praying and kind of persevering through with the scripture, with the word, to get to a place where you know that you know it's going to happen. But actually, you need to believe. So he asked them, do you believe that I'm able to do this? Yes, Lord, they replied. And he touched their eyes, according to your faith, let it be done to you. Jesus replies, uh, requires faith. God requires faith to move in our lives. If there's no faith there or there's very little faith there, you know, less than, less than a size of a mustard seed, it's like God can't come through, especially to break through in certain situations. We're talking about giants that need to fall. We need faith. We need some faith to see that happen. Amen. I remember a very quick testimony. Um, Anna and I, this is going back quite a while, we were uh, living in Stafford, and we, there was a, Anna had kind of just come back to God, and we were, we'd been together maybe a year or so, I guess. And there was a girl that Anna was working with in, the, in her hair salon, and we, we kind of just, she saw what had happened in Anna's life, and she kind of started to come to church and started to get, just talked to us about God, and Anna was witnessing to her. I think, Anna, you led her to the Lord at some point, didn't you? So as, um, as we were kind of discipling this girl, 
she, uh, she had an ex-boyfriend who kind of just started to edge his way back into her life, as often happens when people kind of get pulled out of the world people from their old life often start to come back and start to try and you know pull them back away from God so we knew that this guy he just wasn't a very nice guy in general anyway he just wasn't a a nice person and he came back into her life and we knew that this was going to be trouble so we were like God this can't be right she's come out of this lifestyle and she's starting to journey start her journey you know, with God, and she's starting to see change, and she was actually very, like, quite bubbly, very, like, very into God, and we knew that this guy was just sent from the enemy to just trip her up, to pull her back, so we were praying, we were like, we need to pray that this relationship, this, this, this guy just does not come back in, and doesn't kind of take her off track, and we were praying, and we were just praying in general, like you do, and then, you know, one night, I remember very clearly, God woke me up in the middle of the night and God said to me, do you really have faith that this relationship is going to finish? And I was kind of like having a bit of conversation with God as you do. And it's like, "Mm, yeah, I guess so. I think so. Just, you know, I'm just kind of believing that it's going to finish. And then God said, you don't have faith. And, And as he said that, it was like, okay, so I was just talking to God, and it was like faith came. I don't know how else to explain it, but I just had faith that this thing was going to come to an end. This relationship was going to come to an end. So I was just talking to God, and then I just prayed. I was like, okay, God, I need faith. I thank you for the faith for this, right? In Jesus' name, I just declare this. I prayed something like this. I just declare this relationship finishes now in Jesus' name. And there was faith there, whereas before it was kind of like a bit of a hope, a bit of a, oh, please, God, you know, do it. And actually, from that point, it was literally the next day I, I remember it. There, Anna got, uh, she sent me a message. It was in the morning saying, oh, by the way, they've broken up. You know, they've just gone their separate ways. It's, it's not happening anymore. And it was a, I just knew, it was, it was one of those things where God kind of just taught me that you can pray without faith and you might not see things happen. You may, you may see it, you might not see it. You're kind of in a bit of indecision. You're in, there's doubt there and there's a bit of double-mindedness there. But actually when faith comes and you speak something out, it's like straight away it happens. Sometimes there is situations where we've got to get to a place of faith and it can, there's a process to go through where it takes a little bit of time to happen. But I knew that it, this is it, it's done. This, this relationship is done. And that was it. So, where does faith come from? So we need to know this about faith before we can begin to pray with faith. So if we could have the next slide up. So faith, this is the New King James translation, it says, so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So many of you would have heard some of this faith stuff before. So actually, faith comes by hearing something from God. So when I was praying for this girl, it was like God spoke to me about the situation and he kind of encouraged me to pray with faith. And as I heard something about that situation and I prayed, it was like faith came up and that was done. So we have to, as I was saying before, we have to hear something from God to be able to pray with faith, to be able to declare something with faith. So in, in the Greek, the word where it says word here, 
the, word, the Greek word is actually rhema. So, and the rhema word basically means something that's been spoken. So, so as it says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the spoken word of God. And actually the, the spoken word of God or the rhema word, the Greek word, can mean the revealed word of God. So something that's been revealed to you by God, but it's come from God, it's revealed to you. So it might be that you hear God's voice say something to you directly, or you might just be reading the word and something jumps out to you, and that's like, you know it's God's spirit kind of showing you that thing and showing you, just revealing it to you. So it's, like, it's almost like revelation takes place, but you, you receive something from God, and that's what, faith, that's what faith is. So faith comes by hearing, hearing by the revealed word of God or by revelation of God. So just a quick testimony um there was someone that i was speaking to this week and we were talking about just some issues that were going on with uh some of their children and things like things that were going on in their household and actually as i was talking to this person i said we need to kind of come up with a prayer strategy we need to pray about this issue with faith and we need to make sure this thing doesn't grow and we need to see god kind of intervene here so it was like before you can come up with a prayer strategy, so when we're talking about these giants in our lives, you need to hear something to cling your faith to, to put, to put your faith in. You need to hear something from God. So this person just heard one word from God, one tiny word from God, and the word was fear. And that person just believed that fear was the main thing that, was, that this child was dealing with. And he was right. And it was, it was fear and Actually, over his household, there were some other things going on that were related to fear. So we began to, we, we said, well, okay, if God's revealed the word fear to you, that's where we can put our faith, we can cling our faith to that, that God wants to remove that fear. So you can then take the word of God. So we know that um, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and a sound mind. So that's a, that's a, quite a famous scripture. So God has not given fear to this person's children. So it's come from somewhere else, wherever it's come from. So we can declare with faith, we can come against that fear with faith. So we got together a, a, a bit of, yeah, we just used the word of God and we just started to pray against fear. And that, this person is continuing to pray against that. And I am as well. So it's hearing just that, just one word so there might be loads of different situations, loads of different areas of your life where you need to see breakthrough. And it's just getting one word from God about that situation. It might, or God might give you more than one word or a scripture, or it might give you something. But like that, that scripture is saying, we have to hear something from him. We have to have something revealed to us from him. And then we plug our faith into that and then we declare it. And we believe, again, with faith, we believe, okay, God said it, so this is going to happen. We believe and that's when we see breakthrough. Amen? Okay. So I, I think I had that, that scripture. If, if you go to the next one. So you can, you can cling to this scripture. So if anyone else, there's, there's people around you that have got fear in their lives, you can be praying that scripture over them and declaring it over them. Amen. Okay, so let's have a look at the next slide. 
So this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have asked for. So again, it's hearing that thing from God. And then we, when, once you've heard, heard something from God, you know it's his will. So when you know it's his will, you then have a confidence to know whatever, uh, what does it say? If we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we've asked of him because we know it's come from him. And so when we're praying, we know that he's, he's hearing us and then we know that we have what we've asked for. So we're, we're taking what, God, what are you saying about this situation? And um, many of you should, well, all of you should have these next steps. So if you were with us on the Vision Sunday, there should be some more of these on the table at the back, I believe. There's some more of them up there. There's these next step forms. So I want you to grab your next step form, not right now, and actually on here, we're, we've been asked to make a note of what our next steps are in our relationship with God, in our relationship with others, in our marriage, in our parenting or family, um, in our workplace, in our witness, in, in serving in the church or in small groups. But we've got a bit of a plan here that talks about our next steps. And what I want us to do, obviously in your own time, is to just have a think about, okay, what is God saying in each of these areas in my life? What is the word of God in my life? So if there's, if there's things that are, are an issue in any of those areas, you want to be hearing something from God about your marriage, about parenting, about your workplace, about witness. You want to be hearing something from God to put your faith in, to be declaring it over each of those areas. But it might not be a negative thing. You, there might be something positive God wants you to just release in any of these areas in your life. So if you, you, your marriage is great, you want to have a better marriage. If your family's doing great, kids are doing great, you want them to be doing better. So you want to be hearing something from God that just encourages you and encourages your faith that you can put your faith in and just start to declare that over all of these areas. So in your witness, there might be someone that you're wanting to see saved. Hear something from God about that person and begin to declare it. God might be showing you just, you know, God, he might say to you, just pray against the you know, spiritual blindness or pray against I don't know, spiritual deafness or, or just there might be something in their life that needs to be moved before they can come to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. So you just be open to him and ask him to speak to you in all of those areas. So is everyone, how, how, many, how many of you have got one of these already? It's a few of you. Make sure you grab one on your way out at the back. Okay. What we're going to do, and I forgot to put these out, I've just realised, so if someone could actually do me a favour and grab these declaration cards, if a few people could, could do them. I think they're in, they're in the box. What we're going to do right now is we're going to speak out some declarations. So if you're on my hotline um, WhatsApp kind of broadcast that I send out, I've sent these out already. So these are declarations for parents to make over their children. So I've sent these out on our, I've, I've slightly changed this, uh, this little handout, but it's pretty much the same. So if everyone grabs one of these, what we're going to do is we're going to just practice praying with faith. Now, these are scriptures that I've pulled out of the Word that I believe are specifically for the children in our congregation. 
and the young people. Or if you have children that aren't in our congregation, your children, the children, you know, belong to you. If you don't have children, we're going to be just speaking these out over the children in our congregation anyway. And there's scriptures and then there's some prayer points, prayer declarations that I want us to make by faith over our children. So has everyone nearly got one? You run out. If people can share, if someone else needs one. Okay. But this is an example of declaring some stuff with faith. Okay? And just keep hold of these. And I want you to just daily, especially over these 21 days, I've been telling people to daily. Do we need the lights on? Okay. Can, can someone just flick one of the lights on at the back? But one of the, thank you, one of the things, as I said last week, one of the things I've really been believing for, for our congregation over these 21 days, over the prayer and fasting, is to see breakthrough over and in our children's lives. If there's anything going on in their lives that shouldn't be there, or things that we want to see there, I've just been praying, God, I just want to see breakthrough. If it's health, if it's mental health, if it's stuff diagnosed over them by doctors and things, we just want to see God come through and bring healing and bring freedom and bring restoration and bring deliverance. Whatever he needs to do, he does. And I've been using some of these scriptures daily to pray over them daily. And that's what we need to do with faith to see God break through in certain things. And we're seeing God move, actually. So, we're going to have a go at doing this. If you'd just like to stand to your feet. You can have a look at your card. You're probably not going to need it because actually you're going to repeat after me. But you can follow along with the card. And we're just going to declare those bits written in black and where it says my children we're just going to say our children so let's stir up our faith a little bit if you read through the scriptures first as before we go to before we read the declaration that's what kind of can lift your faith because that's the word of God that's what his promise is for our children actually so we're just declaring those things over them we're speaking it over them with faith so we're going to say our children not my children okay So let's have a go. Let's see if we can work our way through this, okay? So I'll read a line, and then if you just repeat after me. So thank you, Jesus, that our children will be taught by you. And great will be their peace. Thank you, Jesus, that the promise of salvation and the gift of the Holy Spirit... Is for our children. Thank you, Jesus, that your spirit will not leave our children, nor the words you have given to me, but they will be on the lips of our children and our children's children forever. Thank you, Jesus, that your plans are to prosper our children and not harm them 
and to give them a hope and a future. Thank you, Jesus, that you set our children free from anything holding them captive. And you will contend with those who contend with them, and they will be saved. Thank you, Jesus, that if our children have wayward hearts, you will bring them back to you and heal them. Let's just say this with a bit more faith. I just feel like we need to just up the faith, okay? Okay, a bit more kind of conviction and confidence, amen? Thank you, Jesus, that you will pour out your spirit on our children. And your blessing on my descendants. Thank you that they will spring up like grass in the meadow. And trees by flowing streams. Thank you that they will say, I belong to the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, that our children will not be poor and they will be a blessing. Thank you, Jesus, that you, you will pour out your spirit on our children. And they will prophesy and have dreams and visions from you. Here they come now. I, and lastly, I prophesy in the name of Jesus that you breathe your life into our children. And that they may live and stand up as a vast army. Okay, so there's a lot of truth there. And if you declare, I honestly believe, you declare that daily with faith. And sometimes faith needs to build up, as it does this morning. Faith needs to kind of just build up as you read the word. Um, you, you pray that every day over them, I believe you'll see change in their lives. You'll see God move in their lives. You'll see stuff shifted in their lives. You know, the ball is in our court when it comes to God. You know, and I physically can't do this for you. I can do a lot of praying myself, but actually when, when it's things in our own personal lives, whether it's our finances, whether it's an addiction, whether it's a stronghold, whether it's mental health or health or physical stuff or something in our family, Whatever it is that's going on, we've got to take responsibility of that, especially fathers, men, if you're a father in a household, if you're a single mum, whatever it is, you need to take the, the authority in your household over your children, over your life, over what's going on around you, and begin to declare with faith, this is what is happening in my house. This is what's happening in my life. This is what's happening over my body. This is what's happening over my finances. This is what's going on in my world and you declare with faith and release God you're releasing God into every circumstance every situation everything that's happening amen so take this I'm going to do a few more of these just covering different areas you know different things finances whatever but actually if you've done freedom I was looking at this the other day in the back of the freedom book there's some brilliant scriptures back there have a look at the back of the book um there's some very good scriptures that um 
that apply to a number of those things that I've just said, finances, health, uh, just if you're in fear or if there's stuff going on, whatever it is, just have a flick through and use those scriptures and pray them with faith. So I would encourage you, as I said before, to take your next steps form and just ask God to give you a word concerning each of these areas. Put your faith into action, put your faith behind that word and begin to pray and begin to speak. So I'm just going to pray and then we'll, we'll finish. Father God, I just thank you, Lord, for faith arising in this place, Lord God. Father, I thank you. We're called Kingdom Faith for a reason, Lord God, that we're a people of faith, Father. I thank you, Jesus. You're the author and the perfecter of our faith. So, Father God, author faith in us today, Lord God. Author faith in us, Lord God, through this season, Lord God, for this year. Father, where there's things that have been stuck in our lives, where there's things that have been kind of just like the giants in our lives that have been unmovable, Father God, I thank you. It's by our faith we will see those things move and bow so that we see their heads cut off and we see those things come to an end, Lord God, and we see your will released, Lord God, into our lives, Father. Father, I thank you, Lord God, that the faith temperature in our congregation just rises and rises and rises. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.